right, guys, welcome back to The Haunted Heart. That was really good. Thanks. I'm Th- working on it. That was like late night vampire radio host realness. Yeah, we call that the cold here. Oh, you know, yeah, it's yeah. lots of congestion, but it makes you sound real rugged, real masculine, <laughs> deep. Yes. <laughs> so, up top, we have to. Uh, I guess, make concessions or apologies for our audio quality today. It might be a little bit dicey. Yeah, we've got some uh, people downstairs that are uh, just really getting into Super Bowl Sunday. Yeah, we have a little bit of a neighbor problem at present. We did a couple test runs, and we decided it probably wasn't bad enough to not record for you. So we're going to go ahead and record, but you might hear a little bit of thumping in the background. That's not the people in our basement. Well, I mean, no, because we don't keep them alive. Right, exactly. There's no thumping. Uh-uh. So, yeah, we have a new sound system, apparently, downstairs, and some screaming friends, so you may hear some wailing, some thumping. Just please know that, again, that is nobody that we are keeping hostage. Not in any way. Not at all. that we're holding against their will. We don't do that. Because it's illegal. And immoral. Probably a little unethical. Definitely. I would say definitely in the in the black and white area of, of unethical. Yes. Definitely probably not a gray space there. Speaking of gray space, I think that leads us into our episode two topic for today. That weird gray space between consciousness and sleep. That was masterful. I mean, I'm just going to say, I'm I, I'm just, as an audience member, I'm in awe of that of that segue, of that talent. Well, You're really getting into this. You know, because, uh, well, thank you for calling me talent. Absolutely. Of course you're, you're talent. You're talent, too. That's why this podcast sounds so bad, because it is run entirely by two people who are... Just trash. Talent, trash talent, trash talent. Hey, there we go. That's a ner- there. There you go. Hashtag trash talent. No tech. Absolutely trash talent. One hundred percent trash talent. Zero percent uh, technical ability. I think we just uh, have our first merch idea. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we just need people just to buy the merch though, <laughs> other than you and me. Hey, I would wear it. <laughs> just a black shirt with hashtag trash talent. Absolutely. I would record it in every day. Every single day. Let us know if you want our trash talent garbage. So, yes, <laughs> definitely. Uh, so let us know uh, if you would be interested in that. <laughs> yes. Anyway, anyway, but we have segued completely away from the segue. We really have. I'm sorry. But I, again. I just really cut in there. So do you... Tell me about your personal experiences with any sort of sleep disorders. Have you ever, is that a thing for you or, or I, what? So I have a history of really, I think that it kind of, um, this topic kind of stemmed from my personal history with sleepwalking. I have a, a history of ridiculous things that happen to me when I go to sleep. <laughs> I haven't done it in a really long time, knock on wood. Um, but as a kid, I always used to get up in the middle of the night and try to leave the house while I was asleep and like I would get up and I would get dressed and I would walk um when I was a kid I lived in a house that was like a ranch style house and my uh room was the room at the far end of the hallway and my house was like this big long hallway that just led to the front door 
And so I would get up in the night, get dressed, come out of my room, walk straight down the hallway um, and towards the front door. And my mom was usually in the living room hanging out or watching TV or whatever. And she'd be like, Katie, go back to bed. (laughs) And she said I would just turn around and go straight back to bed. And I was like non-aggressive, totally non-violent. But apparently I had somewhere that I needed to be, Mom. I I kind of imagine like Lady Gaga singing Joanne, like, girl, where do you think (laughs) you're going? (laughs) Absolutely. It's definitely that type of situation, yeah. So I don't know. We never found out like where I was headed, but I was like six years old and I had places to be, man. Well, that's that's a scary like thought, like just not knowing where you're like not being conscious enough but your body's still moving right, so right. Like, your body is clearly directed be. by something to go somewhere i i did it once at a hotel um oh. yes <laughs> yeah so we we actually got there um and they told us that one of the floors was under like renovation or whatever um i think it was like the 11th floor or something um and so they they told us that we weren't to go on that floor because it wasn't safe so later that evening, we go to bed. My mom was actually with me on this trip. I think I was like 13. It was like a beta club convention thing because I was a nerd. I <laughs> uh, still am. So Go beta. Yes. <laughs> yes, beta. Academia sure did pay off in the end, you know? <laughs> anyway, um, so we were on this beta club trip, and my mom went uh, with me. And all of a sudden, in the middle of the night, I just got up and... Left the room. I remember the door had, like, two locks on it. It had, like, the the regular knob lock, and then it had, like, a chain thing. Undid both those locks, opened the door, went out into the hallway, got in the elevator, rode the elevator all the way down to the lobby, walked all the way across the lobby, and this is, like, a massive, like, Marriott-type convention center sort of situation. Yeah. I walk all the way across this grandiose lobby in my underwear, basically, I go up to the guy which, at the front desk. Which, let's be real, is, like, completely not <laughs> anything unusual. Yeah, that's that's fair. I am usually in my underwear. But... Not now. She's not. I'm not. I'm... Well, sort of. I'm in PJ pants. I yeah, probably but, shouldn't say that. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's not a classy day today. No. But, anyway... So I go all the way across the lobby and I go up to the guy who's working the front desk and I ask him for a pen and paper. I'm still completely 100% asleep at this point in time. He hands me the pen and paper. And at that moment, I wake up in the middle of the lobby in my underwear with a very confused front desk concierge man staring at me somewhat concerned. (laughs) And I'm like, what happened? (laughs) Like... (laughs) And it was just, like, very, very... Like, what do you say? You, you wake up, and then you're just, like, looking at him, and who are you? What do you... What do you say? So I was... I, I think I was just, like, thanks, man. And, and then I just, like, turned around and went back upstairs. Meanwhile, my mom is, like, freaking out because she heard the chain thing when I undid it. Um, so I get up to the to the floor that my room was actually on, and she's, like, panicked in the hallway because she was scared that... Um, Earlier in the day when they mentioned that the 11th floor was being worked on and there was construction, she was concerned that that would have been in my head and that maybe I would go to the 11th floor. Um, so that was that was a concern of her. She was really scared. Well, little did you know that the concierge man was actually contemplating murder. 
And maybe. And you were almost his first victim. I don't know. I appreciate that he did. Like, I can't imagine how I seemed because I was quite asleep. But I appreciate that he actually did give me pen and paper, which, by the way, is on the nightstand of every hotel that you ever stay in. So I'm not really sure why I needed to go get more. Maybe something was trying to speak. I wish that it could have spoken onto the notepad that was right beside my head <laughs> as I slept in the bed. But yeah, so I kind of have a history with uh, with sleepwalking. But do you have any any weird sleep? Well, happenings. Other than the fact that it's really hard for me to get to bed, sleep at all. <laughs> it's hard for me to sleep at all. Uh, you know, I I tend to be kind of a night owl. So uh, for me, the night, the moon really just sort of activates my brain. Mm-hmm. And it's the time where I'm most active. It's the time where I'm uh, the most creative. A lot of creative types are like that. A lot of creative types are more active at night than during the day. It's something about the stillness of the night that... Mm when I'm sitting there and I think, okay, everybody else is asleep. Mm -hmm. To me, I think there's a lot of energy going around when people are up and moving around. And I think that sort of sometimes messes with my sort of, not just creative process, but just my vibe in general. Right. So when everybody is asleep and that's all at rest... I just feel like my mind sort of blossoms more. So it's really hard for me to get to get to bed at a decent hour. Yeah. So if you ever see any late night postings, uh, it's probably me. It's probably you. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> On our Instagram, uh, not Katie. Um, no, I like she, my sleep. She I, like, can't, I can't function if I don't sleep. Yeah. It's just not good. I get really, really grumpy. It's kind of like one step down from being hangry for me. It's That's like awful being, for you. Being it's awful for me too. Yeah. It's just not it's just not good. Just don't get hungry. Don't get sleepy. I think that's a whole other podcast we could do. People that killed while while hangry. I mean, I feel like it's a great topic. <laughs> I have been pushed to the limit several times. Anyway. So Obviously, our topic today, going over different sleep disorders, um, I'm going to start out with a segment on sleepwalking, and we're going to kind of take it through that, Um, and then Kenny will talk a little bit later about some of the other various sleep disorders and things that are a little bit less um, lighthearted than sleepwalking. I actually have sleep demons coming your way, demons of the night. Coming to steal your breath while you sleep. <laughs> but first we have to talk about somnambulism. I, I'm sorry, nambulism? <laughs> somnambulism. Apparently it's the science-y name of sleepwalking. Okay. So sleepwalking is classified as a parasomnia. It occurs in stage three, not stage one or two, but stage three um, of non-REM sleep according to a very smart person at the U Health Sleep Center in the University of Miami, where the weather is much better than it is in D.C. today. 
Yes, but <laughs> I, quite, I quite enjoy it. Sleeting. So you're not quite in your deep REM sleep. Yes, you're not. You're not in REM sleep. Um, you're in stage three of whatever. I don't really understand most of that. But <laughs> <laughs> hashtag trash talent. Hashtag trash talent. Bringing it to you, serving it up. Um, I did find it interesting though that um, I, I I did used to sleepwalk more as a child. I will still sometimes sleepwalk as an adult and I will have conversations a lot in my sleep, which is weird that I don't remember in the morning and I may seem totally awake and alert. I could be doing this podcast right now 100% asleep and you would never know. Huh. I think that's a probably a creepypasta waiting to happen. Probably so. Somebody write that. But um, I used to sleepwalk much more as a child and it's actually more common in children um, than it is in adults because... Um, one of the hormones that gets produced in stage three is the growth hormone. And somehow that is connected to sleepwalking because when you're in stage three, you're in stage three much more often, I think, as a child because you're producing more of that growth hormone. So sleepwalking is more common. But as you get older, um, the less amount of sleep of stage three sleep you actually get to have. So we, that huh. amount of time that we spend in that space shortens as we get older, because we're not producing as much um, growth hormone. Um, But as an adult, you can kind of, there are things that make sleepwalking worse if you're already kind of um, predisposed to that. If you drink a lot, uh, stress is also one. Sleep deprivation is also one, and sleeping (laughs) in unusual environments. So kind of everything we do. Exactly, exactly. Yeah, so all of those things can make sleepwalking um, worse or make it more uh, frequent. So I kind of wanted to keep it a little bit lighthearted. I found some really good, there's a really, really, really good article on sleepwalking on womenshealthmagazine.com, which is not a source that I ever thought I would use for this podcast. (laughs) Women's health. Women's health, you know. I found this article from Women's Health. I mean, but about it was women's health. about women's health. Interestingly, I think that they quote some men too, which I'm all for. That's cool. Why got to be women's health? Why can't it just be health? Health That's magazine. Health magazine for everyone. <laughs> for everybody. Anyway, um, so there are some funny stories. Um, Rebecca S. Um, says that once while she was sleepwalking, uh, she got a piece of glass in her foot. Ooh. This is a great story. You're going to love this one. She got a piece of glass in her foot, pulled it out, stuck a paper towel to the bleeding wound, and went back to sleep only to find a bloody paper towel in her bed in the morning. How badass is that? That's pretty badass. Like, she, the sleepwalking virgin version of Rebecca S. The sleepwalking virgin. The sleepwalking virgin. That's going to be the name of my first novel. I love it. Keep it in. We're not editing it out. Nope, not at all. This is a real podcast. This is real. This is real trash talent very real anyway the sleepwalking version of rebecca s is like bruce willis from die hard do you remember that scene when he has to they shoot out all the glass i've never seen die hard (laughs) (sighs) i've never watched that movie are you kidding me no i've never watched that movie how am i finding out about this on the air right now we have been friends for like 15 years I just How have never have seen never, it. Oh my I've god! I've never watched it. It's never been something that I like 
Don't they consider it to be like a Christmas movie or something? We have to pause this podcast. Yes, it's my favorite Christmas movie ever. And I don't like, uh, Christmas is not my thing. You know this. Yeah. You know this. Yeah. But it's so good. Oh my God, it's so good. Okay, she is giving me like the death stare from I'm just, hell I'm, right I'm, now. I just can't. I don't know how we move past this. We have to watch Die Hard. We have to like live, okay, live we'll stream turn that Die into Hard a thing. or we something. We will live stream Die Hard. We have to do that. Make a note. Okay. Make it a is, note. Tell noted. someone to make a note. It, it's make just a note. you and me. It's no one, can, no one takes notes for us. <laughs> Person. Make a note. They will never know. The cat. The cat can... Kenny's cat can make a note. That is nowhere to be found. <laughs> he quit. He quit the podcast. <laughs> anyway... So this girl, I thought that was so crazy that like, because you know that hurts to like step on a piece of glass and have it like sticking out. Like, what kind of badass? And it doesn't even affect her. Like, she's just she like just... whatever, man. Yeah, it. I mean, I can't even stand when someone touches my foot, much right. less like even yeah. a jab a piece of glass into I, it. I guess I don't know. And she said that another time she woke up. As she was opening her front door to a very large man yelling outside of her apartment. <laughs> and apparently he was like... Was that me? No. <laughs> apparently he was yelling at somebody on his phone. And when she opened the door, he was like four feet away. And he just kind of looked at her weirdly and walked away. Which I actually thought... I thought that one was kind of funny. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'm I mean, glad he walked away, though. Because this girl is like a crazy, badass... Pulling glass shards well, out of her body, think about not from, concerned. Think about it from his perspective. He's okay. like outside minding his business on the phone. And then all of a sudden you turn around and you see this girl and she may or may not have a piece of glass stuck to her foot, just bleeding. And she's just standing there. I know it was a separate Or she instance, has it like in like, her hand. If she just yeah. opens the, if she just opens the door with the glass shard that's all bloody from her foot, like in her hand staring yeah. In that, my mind, yeah. that's how it happened. <laughs> so, um, it's not always as badass or, or cool. I mean, I guess that's not cool to, like, step on. You can get diseases that way. But we shouldn't glorify that. You guys, we do not support people Please stepping on glass. Go and start stepping on glass. Go get your tetanus shot. Don't eat any Tide Pods either, for that matter. Actually, actually, what? you know what? I'm I'm gonna go on record. If you if you are dumb enough to eat a Tide Pod, go ahead. There's too many people on this earth right now. Well, I've already had this conversation with you. I like I think it's interesting. Like there's some sort of satisfaction with like popping them. Like they're so squishy. They are and squishy. Popping them. That's true. I don't I don't necessarily think that Tide was trying to design like squishy attractive like i don't think it was their goal to make you want to eat it though well they shouldn't have made it so attractive oh my god <laughs> oh my god anyway we have we have veered so far off into left field we really how will, have how will we ever get back there's not a segue fast enough to get us back to this topic so logan s also from women's health magazine <laughs> Logan S. says that on an extremely stormy night, Ooh. yes, a lightning storm, um, when she was four years old, she sleep, sleepwalked. I don't think that's the right tense. Sleepwalked? Sleepwalked? No, she sleptwalked. Sleep, sleep. Sleep. 
Girl, she walked. <laughs> she walked while asleep into the pantry and ate some cat food. <laughs> and she like clarifies that it was just a little bit. I feel like. I feel like it was a lot. I don't know. I, I feel like that statement makes me feel like it was more. Like if she hadn't said it was just a little bit, I would have believed that it was just a little bit. But the fact that she qualified it makes me feel like maybe she was chowing down on like half a bag of cat food. She grabbed a handful. I mean, it apparently it was the crunchy kind, she also said. <laughs> Did it have a slight chicken flavor? <laughs> I've no a idea. A bit of gravy. She says as soon as she tasted it, she woke up. But that's a thing, sleep eating. Sleep eating is totally a thing. Damn. I would be mad, though, because I want to taste it. But maybe that's why, like, Maybe that's why, like, it's really hard to lose weight because you just don't realize that you're, you're waking up in the middle eating. of the night and just eating everything. There actually is totally a person that was like that. I didn't include her in my research for this particular episode, but there is a person who, um, I forget her name, um, but she had an, an a weight issue because she couldn't stop herself from, like, she would eat, like, thousands of calories. Oh my! Yeah, a night sleep eating, and they couldn't they couldn't figure out like what was going on. So she's been treated a lot, actually. Um, they've done a lot of like traditional medicine type stuff with her to try and work through it. So I should have included her in my in my research, but I didn't. Sorry, <laughs> sorry. We're a very organic podcast. Yeah, there you go. You get what you pay for. We're a free podcast. <laughs> <For real. laughs> For real. No, I was, you know, then you, I'm sidebar, but you mentioned that. And I actually didn't realize that there were some people that, you, like, pay for individual episodes of podcasts. Yeah. Yeah, that's a thing. I didn't realize that. Yeah. It's a it's a thing. It's, it's not a thing for us, though. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. I charge you all <laughs> to watch. I mean, to listen. To watch. To watch. Yes. To listen to me. No, not a thing. Not a thing. Um, so there, we have sleepwalking. We have sleep glass shard removal. Um, we have sleep eating. Um, and, oh, this story was awesome. The story of James Curran's. He was a sleepwalker, um, but he... So you know how I talked about how most sleepwalkers are children? Yeah. And sleepwalking occurs most often in children? This is the opposite end of the spectrum. James Curran, or James Curran's, was 77 years old in 1998 when he got up, sleepwalked out of his house with his cane in hand, and right into a nearby pond. Ooh. Yes. He woke up chest deep in the water, but was unable to get out as he had become stuck in the mud. And that alone would be terrifying for a 77-year-old man to be stuck in the mud in the middle of a pond. However, apparently, James Curran's lived down south because the pond was full of alligators. (gasps) That is frightening. I can't think of anything worse in this situation. Yes. You go to bed. Picture you go to bed. Nice and warm and snuggly in your bed. You wake up stuck in the mud in the middle of a pond surrounded by alligators. See, that itself, that in and of itself gives me anxiety. Anytime I see, uh, like, or watching videos or movies and you see rivers or anything that you can't see the bottom 
Right. Up, and especially in areas where there's, mm. you know, like heavy alligator mm-hmm. populations. The swamp land. The swamp. You know, you get your swamp bears. You get your swamp bear, the alligators. <laughs> it came up from the swamp. Them gators. <laughs> it came up from the swamp. He's a swamp bear. <laughs> the deadly swamp bear. <laughs> no, but seriously, like, that is terrifying to me. Yeah. Yeah. And especially because they camouflage themselves so well. Like, is that a is that a floating piece of log? wood? An innocent <laughs> log or a deadly alligator. Coming to fucking kill me. <laughs> No, that's awful. But Did the he thing, make it he out? Was, he was 77 years old. And yeah, he totally did. He lived. He used his cane to help keep the alligators at bay, and he was shouting for help. And one of his neighbors heard him and called the police, and then the police used their lights to scare off the alligators, and then they went out and 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 freed him. 77-year-old badass. Right? He said, not today, That is crazy. Not that today. That is insane. And he only had, like, small cuts on his body from where he fell when he was entering the pond, apparently. Good for him. But he was, like, totally fine. That's Good crazy. Good for him. That is insane. I probably would not have been as cool. Right? That man is a badass. I had to... So many badass people here. Right? Are sleepwalking people badass people? I think so. Like, is it a thing? Are all sleepwalkers badass? Or did I just curate the stories that weren't depressing because people died? You decide. <laughs> no, so there was a there was another story like that um, that was also, like, a, a pretty frightening situation. Um, this man, an unnamed man, uh, in Dol- Dolwick, England. Dolwich? Dolwich. I'm sorry. Dolwich. Dol- Dolwich? Dolwich. You seem really sure. It sounds like, because I, I watched uh, a video on Facebook. <laughs> okay. Of, oh, uh, so it's really good research no, there was a, Yeah, no, there was a video on Facebook where this guy created a restaurant uh, and made it number one uh, on, um, like, the restaurant guides or whatever, and mm-hmm. it wasn't even a real restaurant. It didn't exist. He just social mediaed the hell out of it and made it to the top spot, but it was called the Dulwich, the Shed at Dulwich. And so if it's the same place, it's pronounced, oh. I think, Dulwich. How interesting. Yeah. Well, all right. There you go. The more you know. <laughs> I could be wrong, but I think it's pronounced Dulwich. You could be completely wrong. So Dulwich, England is where we are. This guy walking home at 2 a.m. Imagine you are this guy, right? It's 2 a.m. You've had a couple drinks at the pub. You're headed home for the evening. And he, you somehow notice... Um, there's a construction site and you're kind of, I guess, admiring the construction construction site. (laughs) That's some good construction. And on the very tip top of an inactive crane, there is a girl (gasps) curled up sleeping. Are you serious? Yes. On the top of a crane. What the fuck? Can you imagine how freak? Now, if this guy, I have no idea what he was doing walking home at 2 a.m. But like. He was having a good time at the bar. You've had a couple drinks. You're chill, right? You're headed home. You look up at a crane and there's a girl just crouched sleeping on the crane. Like, would you not freak out? Yeah, no, no. I wouldn't even know what to do in well, that situation. Did this, he... this guy knew exactly what to do. He called emergency services. Well, obviously. And... <laughs> I don't know what to do. I don't know what to I do. Yeah. Fucking call 911. Yes. Well, I don't think it's 911 in Britain. I think it's like, oh, 
011? That's not right. All it's emergency not right. services. I don't know. People in England, look up, look up what your emergency number is. Or just know it. Just know it. Use your iPhone and just hit emergency. If you don't have an iPhone, I, I don't know. I don't know what to tell you. I don't know what to do. I hope Android has you covered. <laughs> I'm sure they do. They seem like they're good. But anyway, this guy calls emergency services and um, a fireman climbs up uh, the crane. And that's when they realized that she was actually asleep because they weren't sure what she was doing at the top of the uh, crane. Hey, girl. So they go up and they realize she's asleep, which, of course, makes it even worse because if they wake her up and she freaks out, like... She's on a crane. Like, there's not that much room to, to, to move right, and freak right, out and be scared yeah. and stuff. So what they ended up doing, um, he, he searched her while she was asleep, and he found her phone. And then he called her parents. And when he got in touch with her parents, they explained that she was 15 years old, and she had a history of sleepwalking. Um, and they told her to just set the phone on her or near her. And then the parents called the phone back. And when it rang, it woke her up. Um, and she they were able to take her down safely. She climbed 130 feet, which is 39.6 meters, oh, up the crane. And 40 my. feet, which is 12 meters, across the crane. What the fuck? Isn't that crazy? Yeah. I mean, how... There's got to be something going on, like, where you... There's some part of the brain that is obviously still alert because if she's walking across that crane she obviously like knew not to step off right i mean clearly like her motor cortex is fine but that's crazy i mean i'm glad that it worked out (laughs) but but how would you like be the rescue guy and you're like crap like if i try and wake her up she's gonna flip out because i'm gonna tell you what like knowing you yeah. If it had been yeah. you I, no and someone way. would wake you it up, as, out. As, 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 your reflexes, yes, you would just have swung around, yeah. whopped him upside the head. He would have fallen. Yeah. <laughs> and then you would have fell. Right. No. I, I feel like it would be better to get one of those trampolines from the cartoons yeah, and I just kind of put it under Maybe the situated crane. a net. Just kind of. First somehow. Just catch me. And then I'll bounce in the air like the cartoons used to. And, and, just and they'll play that music. That Is that maybe. copyrighted? I'm sure it's not. No, I don't think so. <laughs> Here's hoping. God. Lots yeah. of crazy stuff going on when we sleep, man. Yes. Yes. It is very odd. So so those are my lighthearted sleepwalking stories. But they're, you know, we, we like to keep things steamy on the podcast for you. That probably that was, sounded awful. <laughs> that was steam. He just, he just blew directly into the mic. Mm. Well, whatever. <laughs> I'm glad you're so concerned. <laughs> so we like to keep things steamy. So, of course, we have to talk about a topic, which I've, of course, been meaning to talk to you about for a long time. And what is that? It's called sexomnia. <gasps> Sexomnia. Sexomnia. So it's actually a real thing. Um, they're also from my beautiful Women's Health Magazine article that is very um, 
very scholarly research. <laughs> um, there was a, an interview, and this is the one that I'm not sure. I'm not sure if this is a woman or a man because the name is Bobby, and it could go either way. Okay. Um, but Bobby uh, is quoted as saying, "I have sexomnia." A few times she she has woken up in the middle of the night going down on her partner. Oh. Yeah. She says she right. first found out that she she did this uh, senior year of college when her boyfriend slept over. And he texted her later the next day and apologized for not wanting to have sex in the middle of the night. And she was like, I have no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> and so apparently sometimes she doesn't remember at all. Other times she becomes lucid only after she's like. Going for the gold, so to say. <laughs> after the big top? <laughs> I don't I, I don't think it's after the big top, but maybe like right before. I don't know. She said that it freaked her current boyfriend out at first, but he's since embraced it. <laughs> <laughs> that, that translates to is, okay, what's going on? Right. Okay, this is weird. I mean. Okay. Just it's not the worst. It. It's not the worst. <laughs> no, apparently, um, apparently he was just worried, you know, being a good guy. Being the way you should be about consent and wanting to make sure that everything's cool, you true, know? True, true. Um, but she said that he was just worried about what potentially could have happened um, and the fact that she wasn't entirely conscious. But she says that she's never attempted penetrative sex of any kind. Um, so he's just more comfortable as a result of knowing that and, and trusting her and what have you. But she says she's also woken up to herself vigorously masturbating in the middle of the I night. Hate- um, and she says it, it only happens when she sleeps in either briefs or boxer briefs. Oh, so I guess this is a man. Maybe? I'm not sure. I'm not sure. We're going to keep it gender <laughs> ambiguous. <laughs> no idea. But apparently, whoever this beautiful being is, um, briefs or boxer briefs. Um, and if there aren't any underwear, like if the person doesn't sleep in underwear... Um, it doesn't really happen when they're naked. It's only if they're wearing some some sort of clothing. Interesting. Yeah. So it's odd. Yeah, they say sleeping naked is supposed to help <laughs> with more sex. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. So it's interesting that it's uh, sort of working in some sort of like weird opposite uh, way I just don't understand what like that is so and this person did not re- like no didn't didn't it, I guess it's of kind this? of like like if you imagine like a wet dream sort of situation where because they say that like people naturally have wet dreams both men and women um, naturally have sexual stimulation and stuff going on as they sleep throughout the night anyway we just usually don't remember it so I guess it's in that person's brain, it like starts off as that maybe, and then kind of moves into actual sex. Interesting. Yeah. But yeah. That's a weird line with, uh, you know, like obviously this person has been, is in a relationship with somebody. So, and this other person on the receiving end. Right. It's like. Yeah. Like it's a weird like gray line between like consent. Yeah. And, you know, whether yeah. it be, you know, a man, you know, trying to go down on <laughs> on his girlfriend or vice versa or, you know, yeah. whatever. It It's a weird line between 
like that weird line between consent and it's right because I'm sure it's weird for the person who has the sexomnia too because you don't want to like I'm sure that it was like like this person seemed like they really worked hard to try to find a partner that was okay with it but then as the partner you don't want to like seem like you don't care about consent it's kind of it's just interesting yeah so it's but regardless it's a lot easier to deal with sexomnia when you're in a relationship as opposed to when you are not in a relationship. Ooh. So there's the case of, um, I don't know if it's Jan or Jan. I'm going to say Jan. Um, Ludecky from Toronto. Um, in 2005, Jan was at a party. And after a heavy night of drinking, he fell asleep on the sofa. And a few hours later, he was woken up by another party goer who he didn't know who was shouting and pushing him. And he says he only woke up when he was pushed to the floor. Apparently, Ludecky, who was 33 years old at the time, was accused of raping a woman. Ooh. But he says he was asleep and he didn't realize that he had had sex until he went to the bathroom after he woke up and found that he was wearing a condom. So, initially, I wish you could see the look of skepticism that I'm <laughs> getting from Kenny right now. So, he was charged with... He's charged rape. with rape, yes. In this instance? Yes. And he, his defense was that he had sexomnia? Yes. So the courts were initially just as skeptical as you are um, about this defense, even after they heard um, testimony from a doctor who, who explained sexomnia and explained that it was a legitimate disorder. Um, but the deciding factor in the case was that not just one, but four of his ex-girlfriends testified that they had experienced his sexomnia firsthand when they were dating. So it does seem like he had kind of a history of this type of sleep disorder yeah. throughout his relationships, and, and he was found not guilty. Damn. Yeah. Did... It's terrible. Yeah, that's terrible. It's terrible for everyone involved. Yeah. Because this poor girl, or woman, I shouldn't say girl. I mean, I'm just, hey, girl. But this poor woman who has now been traumatized. I mean, it doesn't make it any less horrifying for her. But at the same time, if he's not conscious, you know. Yeah. Yeah. That's insane. It's the thing. There's There was uh, the other famous case that you can't really talk about sexomnia without talking about this particular case. There was a middle-aged woman in Australia, um, and her name hasn't been released for confidentiality reasons, but she had an issue with... Um, she had serious issues with sleepwalking. Um, and apparently neither she nor her partner had any idea that she even suffered from sleepwalking initially. Um, but apparently she would get up, sleepwalk out of her house, and engage in sex with total strangers. Ugh. Yes. And it happened for months before they realized what was going on. The couple had no idea. They would just find condoms around the house. What? <laughs> Apparently that's the what? thing. Yeah, they would just find condoms around the house and they didn't know what was going on. But the reality came out when her partner woke up one night and realized that she wasn't there and he was searching for her. He found her having sex with a stranger completely asleep. But, are, okay, so are there, like, are, are their eyes open? Or are they walking around, like, eyes shut doing things? Like, I don't, like, how does, 
How does that work? I think it can be either way. Like I know for me, when I used to sleepwalk, my eyes would be open. And when I have conversations in my sleep, my eyes are open. That is terrifying. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you're, you're, they're not the like. The lights are on. Yes, but nobody's on. Nobody's there. No. No. What are you capable? Think about it. What are you capable of in that state of mind? Right. Like not yeah. just with sex, not just, you know, with moving around but like if you there's no telling what you could do right because there's it's a space where there's no inhibitions that's all just removed yeah it's dicey yeah so i can tell you you know i've never you know i've never dealt with like sleep paralysis or, no, excuse me, uh, sleepwalking uh, or anything uh, like that that I know of, thankfully, unless that I'm you getting know up of. in the middle of the night, like, just right. chopping down on just, some food. Right, sleep eating. Um, but What if you get up in the middle of the night and you, what if we, okay, here's what happens. We go to sleep okay. in our separate homes, right? We wake up in the middle of the night, sleepwalk out of our house, meet at a restaurant, a 24-hour diner. <laughs> Eat pancakes, like a pancake, French toast, breakfast sort of situation all night. And then go back to our homes, get back in bed, and wake up. And we just taste what if, a ghostly taste of maple syrup. What if that's what happens? What if that's what happens with everyone that sleepwalks? Like the sleepwalk diner. There's like so a, like, yes. So like you, your bodies are out moving around, but mentally... Your minds go to the diner, and the diner's just filled with everybody else that's sleepwalking. Maybe that sounds like a that sounds like a comic book strip. <laughs> but it's uh, no, that's the idea of this the sleep disorders and not being in control. Um, you Your know, problem's kind of the opposite of that. Well, of not, moving around without yeah, consciousness. Yeah. So my issue uh, and. It's probably one of, like, top five the most terrifying experiences in my life. Um, and I can say that with, like, having experienced, you know, a significant amount of terrifying things. Uh, terrifying things are kind of a pastime for you. Like yeah, baseball. But it's, it, it's a, the exact opposite. Um, I've only ever experienced it one time, and I never want to experience it again. Going into the realm of sleep paralysis is literally a nightmare come true. Mm. It is... I I can't even just... I really honestly can't even describe the state of fear that I was in. I had went to bed, and it wasn't even anything, nothing unusual was going on in my life. Yeah. This was completely random. I remember this, because you called me right after I this called happened. you. I yeah. texted, I think I like, called or texted so you. You so scared. No, you called me. Because I remember the way late. you sounded. You were yeah. like, terrified. It was, it, nothing unusual happened, and it's only ever happened once. And nothing was going on in my life, crazy, there wasn't no significant stress 
Uh, didn't eat any bad cheese beforehand. <laughs> Is there such a thing as bad cheese? Let's be honest. No, not at all. <laughs> not at all. <laughs> uh, and so I remember I'd gone to bed and all of a sudden I wake up. I wake up and I am frozen. I cannot move. I cannot do anything. And I'm not even, and what was weird was that I wasn't even sleeping in my normal way. What do you mean? Like, I wasn't, you know, one leg hocked up, like one leg, you know what I mean? Like, I wasn't. Like on your side? No, like I was laying flat on my back. Mm Mm-hmm. And I never See, I sleep, always that, sleep way. that way. And I don't. I sleep, I literally lay flat on my back in the bed and I cross my hands over my chest. I literally sleep, sleep like a vampire. Like a vampire in a coffin. Like, I, and it's so weird. I don't. I am very <laughs> askew. Um, so that was completely out of character for me to be so rigid and like mm-hmm. stiff. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was freaking out mm. because. It was like I couldn't, the only thing that I could move was my eyes and I could like look around the room and I started hearing this, what sounded like the screams from hell. Like I was sitting, Oh, I was so our downstairs there. neighbors. Yes. Yeah. That, those guys? Yeah. Downstairs. Yes. Yeah. Um, but They're it was. the Super Bowl party now. Yeah, it was uh, screeching just the most god-awful noises that you could ever think. And I see a shadow coming from the left, and I can't see what it is, but I see the shadow, and I feel its presence. And I feel it, like, kneel on the bed Uh beside of me. Some people, when they experience sleep paralysis, they experience a sensation of pressure on the chest, Mm -hmm. like something is on top of them. Mm -hmm. Uh, Like, as I'll talk about a little bit later, they call it, uh, you know, um, riding the witch or whatever. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, But this was different. It wasn't on top of me. It was beside of me. And I could feel the weight of the bed. Like, I could feel the weight of the person push down on the bed, and I could feel them right here. Oh, my gosh. Right, right here. Right by your face. On my face. And I could almost sort of sense the heat, like when someone's right beside you and you sense the heat. Yeah. I could sense it. And the sounds from this, what I could only describe as hell, kept getting louder and louder and louder and I would try and move and I was trying to lift my body up Mm. and I couldn't Mm. I couldn't move and I would try again and every time that I tried to move the sounds got louder so it was like every it was like the more I struggled Mm -hmm. the closer to hell I got Mm. and it finally got to a point where this this being or this figure that was right by my ear 
whispered, what you're hearing is hell, and that's what you'll see. And at that point, I like mustered every bit of energy in my body, and I like said hell to the no. (laughs) And I like, I forced myself out of it, and I like pulled through, and I lifted myself up, and lifted myself straight up out of the bed. And when I got up, my heart was racing. Mm. I had sweat poured all over me, and I looked around, and I was shaking so hard Mm. i had never experienced that in my life that's crazy it was god awful and it's and like how do you explain that like and what is so weird is that after the situation obviously i started like researching a little bit on sleep paralysis Mm -hmm. um and there are people that have it frequently sorry that is my phone it's a sound effect it's a sound effect. I'm going to kill whoever. Oh, that's Katie. Oh, darn. <laughs> Podcast notes. It's fine. <laughs> Katie You'll is thank sabotaging me. When you, see, me. <laughs> you will thank me when you see the episode two promo image. <laughs> Just saying. Um, so it's a lot of people experience similar things yeah i think it's kind of it's interesting um to juxtapose these two topics with the sleepwalking and the um sleep paralysis because sleepwalking in a lot of ways is your body is awake but your brain's not awake Mm -hmm. and sleep paralysis i've heard described your your brain is awake but your body is still sleeping yeah so your brain is sending out messages to your muscles and your muscles aren't receiving them yeah and so you feel Literally paralyzed. Yeah, and what it is, is once you reach that state of sleep, your brain sends a chemical to your body that actually paralyzes your body while you're asleep. Right, so it you don't hurt yourself. You, yeah, it prevents right. you from hurting yourself while you're asleep. So there's something that happens in that weird state of being where chemically your body is not awake, mm-hmm. but you are. Right. And I was fully awake. This wasn't an instance of like... You know, some weird nightmare, like a really vivid like dream, I, like, or, a, like yeah. a lucid dream or anything right. like that. Like, I there yeah. was no, there was no skip, there wasn't a beat mm-hmm. in consciousness mm-hmm. from the moment I w- woke up and was hearing these sounds mm-hmm. and feeling this this shadow thing breathing down my neck. There was never a jump in consciousness. That's interesting, though, because I imagine that it just to went some, away. because a lot of people who suffer from sleep paralysis, they all describe some sort of malevolent entity yeah. that's present. And I yeah. wonder if that's the brain's way of explaining why you feel paralyzed. You know what I mean? Like, there has to be a reason that you can't move, and so your brain creates this entity who is shown as keeping you paralyzed or whatever well some people yeah and some people experience it differently like i said i never saw i never actually i felt it was like a shadow you felt it more than and i felt it it more than i saw it but some people actually do see things um there's a really good documentary on um i believe it should still be on netflix called the nightmare that i do recommend uh and it sort of goes over some experiences that people have had uh, and a lot of people talk about seeing uh, shadow men with like glowing red eyes mm. at the foot of the bed. Mm-hmm. Um, but a lot of it has to deal with shadows. But uh, you know, some take the form of men. Like there was one 
uh, instance where a lady described it as uh, men and men in hats with huh. glow with the glowing red eyes. Uh, hmm. Um, so it's really interesting, but actually this sort of happens, you know, all across the world. So we have different, you know, this comes up all the time, especially, uh, there, uh, are examples in art of, um, sleep demons, mm-hmm. creatures, witches, um, so, Witches get blamed for everything. Really Why do. do we always have to take the rap? <laughs> Why do we always have to take it? So going into that, I actually found... Um, is it sleep demon time? It is sleep it is. demon time. Yes, sleep demons. We Welcome promised you sleep demons. Of sleep demons. If you hung in here with us, now you get to sleep demons. Come join us as we take <laughs> a trip around the world. To investigate, to investigate the demons of sleep. of sleep. Oh my God, they hate us. They hate <laughs> us so much. So I'm going to um, talk about a couple of these, but I want you to tell me which one you think is mm. the most terrifying. Okay. Okay. Which one would absolutely cause you to wet yourself in bed? Okay. To wet myself. Yes. And, okay. To like really shake you. I want to know what makes you, which one of these makes you shook. You uh, well, it sounds like you want to know which one of these makes me wet. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, <laughs> well, actually, there is one, and well, I'll get to him. Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> There's one that, I, and I'll get to him. All right. All right. So the first one we have is called the. Oh, and let me preface this first by saying. Um, Excuse me if I don't pronounce some of these words correctly. Um, I did research a little bit, and I'm trying to pronounce them in the best way that I can. So do not hate me, please. (laughs) (laughs) So this first one is called the Bati Bot. The Bati Bot. Yes, or Batty Bot, or however you want to pronounce it. Right, right. The native Filipino, Filipino language uh, Tagalog has a word for supernatural sleep death. Bangan guts. Bangan gut. Oh, God. oh God. We are slaughtering this. So I'm so bad. sorry. Fuck. Uh, which <laughs> literally translates as to rise and moan during sleep. Filipino mm. folklore says tree dwelling malevolent batibat spirits are its cause. The creatures which look like ugly, obese women, (laughs) infest houses when their trees are used as construction materials. Mm. The enormous hags wait (laughs) until the homeowners are asleep and then sit on victims' chest and face to push their life force out. Oh, man. What a way to go, man. Yeah. So now... Interesting. Don't chop down trees. Yeah, don't. To make homes. Leave Just the body live bot. in the trees. Leave the body bot her home. Just build a tree house. I think that still Coexist with the body bot. No, it's fine. Bring her bring her a casserole when you move in. <laughs> She'll be fine. She yeah. likes casserole. She's a, she's a late. Well, yeah. <laughs> there you go. Who doesn't so, like casserole? Now we're going to move on to the dacho. 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 That one kind of sounds sexy. Dacho. 
So the dacho is uh-huh. a cuddly bag of terror. Aww. And he actually is the great granddaddy of Freddy Krueger. Really? Yes. Interesting. Uh, oh, I like this one. A cuddly bag of terror. I, yes. I like it. The dacho is part of the folklore of the Ma'ang, an Asian tribal people whose sleep deaths upon arriving in America inspired Freddy Krueger. Interesting. Yeah. Uh, like the body bot, the dacho kills through smothering sleeping victims. Survivors of encounters with the dacho compared it to a furry American stuffed animal, only with prominent claws and teeth. Oh, he sounds adorable. It sounds like god I, awful. I want one as a pet. Yeah. They're cute. Yeah. He sounds so cute. I like that one. So now we're going to take a trip to Japan. Okay. Uh, made up of the leftover pieces from the creation of the world, Japanese dream creature Baku is a piecemeal beast with a bear's body, an elephant's trunk, and an ox's tail. There's a lot of, of identity crisis uh-huh. happening there. It feeds on dreams, and Japanese children will call to it upon waking from a nightmare. The nightmare removal can come at a price. A hungry Baku sometimes eats the hopes and motivation of the dreamer along with the dream. Uh, interesting. That one is interesting. That one's cool because it's kind of like a, a chaotic neutral sort of situation. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like it's not necessarily an evil creature, but it's kind of existing in the gray space in between. Exactly. That's kind it's of It's cool. going to take something. It's got a price. Right. You know, you want yeah. me to help you, so now right. I'm going to take something. Very interesting. So, uh, another creature that we have is the Hungarian gender-shifting bloodsucker, which starts from a tiny egg and grows to be a bizarre lover tormentor. Mm. Similar to its Asian dream cousins, it exerts pressure on victims, but its embrace is associated with sex and lust, just as much as terror. Okay. It latches onto its victims, sucking blood and strength. He sounds like some of my (laughs) ex-boyfriends. The Hungarian word... from for nightmare, which I am not going to pronounce because that is really hard. Uh, but that Hungarian word, uh, the this demon gets its name from that. It's called the Liderz. Sometimes uh, seeks to destroy its hosts. It sometimes becomes fond of its victims and tries to enrich them with hoarded gold. Oh, I mean, that doesn't sound like a bad deal. It can be warded off through trickery. Convince it to in, to attempt an impossible task, and they will be at it forever. Oh. So if it becomes too much, you have to trick it to do something that is impossible, and then it will, it'll go away, because that's what it'll try to do, mm. as long as it's impossible. Interesting. Hmm. That is interesting. So, now we have... The Mara. The word from which nightmare is derived was an Anglo-Saxon and Old Norse word for a demon that planted itself on sleepers' chests, causing unpleasant dreams and sometimes death. Usually female, of course. Of course. You know, (laughs) that's what we do. The whole 
female population. We just run around sitting on people's chests, killing them. Exactly. You know, it's part of our daily to-do list. It's the it's the female agenda. Uh-huh. The Mara is associated with the incubus and succubus, demons who uh, have sex with women and men while they sleep. Yes. You're familiar with that, aren't I you? I was a succubus. Yes, I was a succubus in a, in a former for, life of mine. For Halloween, we want to clarify. Yeah. You know, I mean, whatever. So... Now we're going to move on to Germany. Okay. This German nightmare creature is related to the Mara, but is usually male. It's called the Alp. The Alp. The name is a variation on Elf uh-huh. from the so-called Old High German that predated the current language. While its preferred tipple <laughs> is breast milk, Hmm. The Alp will suck blood from nipples on men and children. They can be defeated through such rituals as pointing shoes towards the bed and hiding old pieces of metal in the straw where you sleep. That's so random. What it a sucks weird the blood way. From your tip. But no, what a weird way to like ward that off. Pointing shoes towards the bed. Like I wonder where that comes from. That's so I don't know. strange. I don't know. Huh. So Here's one that we probably all know. That's the hag. Ah, yes. The hag. Yes. If someone from Louisiana tells you they spent the night witch riding, they had a bad night. (laughs) (laughs) I I mean, did they though? Did they? Maybe maybe we can redefine that that word. Mm -hmm. Maybe we can reclaim that word. The word witch riding. The witch community. We can just kind of... The night hag, a hideous old woman who spreads nightmares across the world, visited them. She's traveled to Britain, Newfoundland, and the South Pacific, riding sleepers' chests and crushing out their breath. Associated with sleep paralysis, the hag is followed by bad smells and strange shadows. I mean, I'm just saying, it doesn't sound like that bad of a day job. You get to travel, Britain... Japan. True. You, you know, get to go around the world and right. just sleep on and just ride people. <laughs> um, <laughs> Think yeah, about it. I, I would be selective, but But you're supernatural though, so I mean you don't you know what I mean? Like right. you're just having fun with it. <laughs> so, like whatever. I mean, I'm just saying, you know. So I would maybe put an application in. From Louisiana we move to Turkey. In Turkey Unwanted paranormal nighttime visits are called karabasan. A demonic djinn enters a victim's room and holds them still before strangling them. They will retreat upon hearing prayers to Allah or readings from the Quran. Hmm. If a djinn visits, make a note if the djinn wears a hat. If you are clever and brave enough to steal the headwear, the jinn, also known as a genie, will be your slave. Yes, yes. This was on Supernatural, I feel like. I feel like Supernatural, the jinn, was on an episode of that show. Or it could have also been Charmed. Do not judge me for my TV choices. I own the box sets for both those series every single season. But it definitely was on one of those. Maybe actually both of those. Interesting. Yeah. Maybe you've heard of this one. I know you've spent some time in Russia. Yes. The Noknitsa. Uh, 
No, what's her deal? So if you see a knife in a cradle, a mother is trying to keep the Nokmitsa from visiting her child in the night. Or is just making some really questionable parenting choices. I feel like maybe not putting a knife in the infant's cradle is best. I would I would do it in case someone ever had to, you know, try to steal my my baby. Like I've got what a knife. What is the baby going to do? The baby's just going to pick there. the knife up no, and I'm like just be a G? I've got a knife there so I can like whoosh, you know, under the grab. baby? Yeah. I don't, I don't feel I'm gonna like... I'm going to keep a knife by my child. I don't feel like you should release this recording of that. <laughs> so she's made from the shadows, speaks in a screech, and smells like the forest in which she lives. I mean, I'm kind of about this person. <laughs> a Russian and Slavic variation of the sleep hag... The nightmare monster will sit on victims' chests, but has also been known to spread out on a sleeper's back and tightly grip the chest. Oh. I think you do that, don't you? I I You've feel like that. I might. This is the Nuknitsa? Yeah. I feel like I might be one. Where is there a test to take <laughs> for that? Maybe there's one on BuzzFeed. I feel like, yes, I need to take the BuzzFeed quiz. Yeah. Because I feel like that's me. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> um. So, and then we have the Damavoy. Latvian folk stories uh, tell of a ghost of hanged or a dr- of a hanged or drowned person that kills with a night hag like pressure, death, and can be defeated if a sleeper is able to move a toe on their left foot. Oh, so it's kind of like a breaking. kill bill situation. Yeah, or like maybe <laughs> wiggle your breaking, toes. Maybe you're like your breaking toes. that paralyzation spell yeah well they say that like actually if you are dealing with a sleep paralysis situation if you focus on moving your extremities your fingers and your toes more so than your legs and your arms yeah if you can move your extremities that's what breaks it first this one uh appears to be a little more uh i guess benevolent is the word Mm -hmm. uh he's a house spirit that watches over occupants as they sleep Mm-hmm. occasionally giving families the odd pinch. Okay. So kind of like an Edward Cullen type, <laughs> like sitting in the corner watching you, yeah. watching you sleep. Uh, usually harmless. It will leave painful bruises if it wants you out of the house. Oh. A painful bruise. <laughs> hmm. So uh, then our last guy here. Uh, you guys. <laughs> I wish you could see this photo. Fo- Actually, we'll, we'll try to post photos of... Um, these sleep demons for you guys so that you can kind of reference them as we go through. I wish you could see this photo. What what is this? All right. So uh, this guy is called Trauco. Uh, According to the legends of the Chilean island, Chiloé, women, young and old, find this sporty little gentleman absolutely irresistible. (laughs) I, I, again, <laughs> I wish that you could see the face that I am looking at. Irresistible is not the word that comes to mind. So, I just, I, he's got like a straw hat on and he kind of looks like a grandpa, but he looks like he might he's also, very angry. he might also be doing blackface. Is this, is, 
Mm. It's kind of like a actually that's kind of what I imagine Rumpelstiltskin would look like. Kind of. He's a, he's an interesting guy. He's got his little cane here. But, I just um, wish you could see well, this. Whether asleep or awake, no woman can fend off his advances. Wow. <laughs> hmm. Despite his charms, Trauco's wife is the notoriously ugly. <laughs> <laughs> Who would have imagined? The, have we noticed a theme? All the women are horrible, hideous, ugly creatures who kill you and steal the breath of, you know, out of you. It's almost like the world hates women. <laughs> it's almost like that. So she's notoriously ugly and cruel. Her name is Fiora, I'm guessing. Mm-hmm. Uh, when a woman becomes pregnant on Chiloe under unexplained circumstances, Trauco is the default father. No doubt the annoyance of Fiora. Many face her wrath. So, huh? in reality, if a woman becomes pregnant, you know, and there's no father figure, it's just, okay, this child is the, is the son of Trauco. Huh. Because he is so irresistible. And I just actually read a little so, bit on it. Because I mean, is the, it hot in here? I'm just saying. He's but just they growing actually, on me. Like, don't you know how some cultures like essentially slut shame women for ha- yeah. you know having kids out of wedlock? Right. Apparently, yeah. and this is just from what I've researched. Um, uh, if that happens, then like it says, okay, Trauco's the father, so there's not like apparently I could be wrong, but apparently there's not as much of a stigma mm. around it because yeah. it's like okay, you're just you're yeah. the child of Trauco. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of like a so communal. Because they they, kind of, yeah, yeah. because they don't blame the women because he's so irresistible. Just truly, I mean, absolutely irresistible. (laughs) So that's interesting. Yeah. So, which one of these do you think? Like, would you not want to wake up and find? Oh man, which one would I not want to find? Um. Hmm. I mean, for me, it would have to be the body bot. Like, I can't. Yeah, I mean, I was thinking that way. I just feel like there's a lot of there's a lot of smells that are associated with that. I feel like, like a lot of damp, moldy body smells. Right. That's why there's I a lot. Yeah. Do. That's why. That I one's. Would. Yeah, that one's not cool. The, also, the the Alp one, the the one that is with the the nipples. Yeah, the nipple blood sucking that's sort a of situation. It's not cool. I don't mm-hmm. really, I don't really want that from for myself or nope. my nipples. Not at None all. None of that. So that's interesting, though. It's kind of cool how since you know, obviously these things stem from sleep paralysis, from you know the fact that humans all over the world deal with this issue, and so and it's kind of cool how different cultures make up it. different. Yeah, they make up different. Um, I guess mythologies around sleep paralysis. And actually, that last one sort of kind of ties into your topic of uh, sexomnia. Yeah. A little bit. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. So it's like, okay, you know, she was obviously impregnated by right. a sleep demon. So that was like mm-hmm. something that happened. So it's kind of cool how the, how the different monsters, I wonder what they, I wish we could, I wish we had the time to delve into it more um, to kind of research what they, reveal about the cultures that created them right. you know what i mean like why does one culture have the gin and then one culture has the alp or, right or like know. what why is like pointing your shoes in a certain direction right like why would that right kind of ward it off but 
Well, so. you know, maybe we can circle back around to it at some point. But that was really cool. Yeah, yeah. I was. It was really interesting to learn about all of those different uh, these different things from around the world. And again, like I said, I tried you know my best. I did do a little research on how to pronounce some of the words. So I do apologize if I completely just fucked something up. I am certain that we did, and I did zero research on how to pronounce my names, and I am unafraid. So I did do a little bit of research, so... Bring me your emails, world. <laughs> um, but yeah, so that's our topic today yeah. on yeah. sleep demons, sleep paralysis. I would really uh, you know, like to know... If any of you guys have experienced, yes, these yes, things. tell us your creepy sleepwalking, sexomnia, sleep paralysis, like, or if you know of any like cool sleep monsters that we missed, like, shoot us an email or leave us a comment. Totally. Yeah, look at uh, shoot us an email at the haunted heart haunted heart podcast. Nailed it. Haunted Heart Podcast at gmail.com. Haunted Heart Podcast at gmail.com. We're also on Instagram yes. at the Haunted Heart Podcast. We're on Facebook at, uh, I think you just search the Haunted Heart Podcast. And we're also on Twitter. But not really. As just the Haunted Heart. Neither one of us tweet, so we're going to try for you. But mostly Instagram, Facebook, and you can always send us an email. Yeah, so. Yeah. All right, guys. Thank you so much for listening. Yes. It's been fun tonight uh, getting to talk about all of this. So. Absolutely. So until next time, stay spooky. Stay spooky. Ooh.